Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's your host, Robin Shaw. Guys, today we are going to be discussing work drama. And I, I'm very excited because believe it or not, I've had every job you can think of. Like, yes, currently I'm a brilliant podcast host and this world-traveled comedian. But I've also worked in a grocery store. I've worked in a paint-your-own-pottery store. I've worked as um, <laughs> a camp counselor. I worked in the alumni building at my college. I, I, I was a personal trainer. I was a weight loss management coach. I worked at a... Guys, I've had every job you could possibly think of. So I actually feel qualified in helping people on this topic. Granted, I was fired for most of these jobs, so I don't know how much you want to listen, but I actually, I'm like really good with other people's problems, just not my own. So I'm going to tell you my most embarrassing job drama. When I was in college one summer, I was living up in Ithaca, New York, and I got a job at a paint your own pottery store. Do you remember those where you go and you paint stuff? All right. So they hired me. But the day before, because I was up in Ithaca, like I was just visiting, I opened up a Bank of America account. And when I went in there, the bank teller was so cute. We'll call him Bill. So he helps me set it up. I leave. And then I said to my friend, I was like, oh my God, Bill is so cute. And she was like, Robin, you got to go in and give him your number. And I was like, yes. So I put my name on it on a little piece of paper. I walk back into the bank. I get so nervous. I just throw the paper at him. It hits him in the head and I run out. Okay. So now I apply for the (laughs) paint your own pottery store. And it was this married couple who owned it. We'll call them Barbara and Stuart. Barbara and Stuart are like, oh, do you have a husband? I said, no. They said, do you have a boyfriend? And then I don't know why I lied, but they seemed happily married who wanted to hire someone who was happily with someone. So I lied and I was like, oh yeah, I'm dating this guy, Bill from Bank of America. Cause he was on my mind. Cause I had just asked him out. Oh, by the way, Bill never called or anything like that. So they're like, oh, 
Bill from Bank of America, like around the corner. And I was like, oh, yeah, we've been dating for a few years. We're madly in love, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, they hire me. I worked there all summer. All summer, they would ask me questions about Bill. They were like, oh, what are you and Bill doing this weekend? And I was so deep into the lie, I couldn't drop it. I was like, oh, I'm meeting his parents. Like, oh, we're going to move in together. Oh, he's madly in love. Like, I would just have these stories because they were always asking me about Bill. They were so freaking nosy. So anyway, at the end of the summer, it was like the last week before I had to head back to college. And they weren't there, but the other employee who would always go to the bank to do the drop-offs every week of like the cash was like, hey, Robin, I have to leave early. Can you do the drop-off of deposits, you know, to Bank of America? And I said, oh, okay. And they're like, she's like, just ask for Bill. He works there. And I was like, wait, what? Why Bill? And she's like, oh, that's Barbara's brother, the owner's brother. She knew I was lying the whole time, and they didn't call me out on it. Like, why? Why? Why not just be like, hey, Robin, we know you're lying. Like, you're not dating my brother. But she just never said that. So all summer, I'd been lying to this couple, and they they asked so many questions. And I came up with so many stories. And so I went to the bank. I gave Bill the deposits. I'm assuming he knew. I'm sure Barbara and Stuart probably told him I'm a compulsive liar loser. <laughs> and so anyway, that was my worst work drama. I don't even know if it was my worst, but it's definitely in the top three. So, yeah, uh, security. Hey. I was going to say, do you have any work, uh, John, but I'm scared you're going to say working with me. No, 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 no. This is, uh, this is back when I was in my early 20s. I worked at a, um, a casting place in L.A., and uh, they asked me, they gave me a little hand card and they go oh go to our sister office and pick up a mini uh the the mini uh what's it called F filing cabinet and i said sure where and they didn't come up and tell me the address they just go go two buildings down make a right go up the stairs and then it's there and i was like oh, okay and i just go and i go inside this office i go hey uh, uh, Joe from the other office wants me to take the filing cabinet. They go, sure. I take it. I come back and they look at me and they'll go, what is this? And I go, the filing cabinet. They go, where'd you get this? I go, from the office. They call the other office. They go, you didn't go. I go, what are you talking about? Apparently, I just went to some random office and stole, and stole a filing <laughs> cabinet. <laughs> From some random office that said Joe needed it, and I just took what it. What was in, inside the filing cabinet? Do you remember? Uh, there were papers like <laughs> some like accounting firm. Yes. All right. Well, if we get if Richie if security gets arrested, we know why. Yes, twenty years later. <laughs> All right. Um. So this is a call-in show. So I obviously want to hear your guys's work drama. Every week we have a different topic. You can find out the topic by following me on Instagram or TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic, and then you call in and you. You talk to me. The phone number is 720-727-6296. That's 720-72-ROBIN. And that's Robin with a Y. All right, security, can uh, I have my first call? Okay, Robin, we have Taylor on the phone. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Robin. Thank you for calling. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Okay, so this week we're talking about office drama. So paint me a picture. Give me the details. This way, like, I know what's going on. All right. Well, sit back and relax because it's like a bit of a story. So, okay, let's see. Basically, I had a colleague visiting my office and I was like, you know what? Like, let's all go out after work. And I had a friend who was performing drag. And so I was like, who wouldn't want to go to a drag show? This sounds fun, right? Well, you know, some fireball got in involved and things got a little exciting between me and the colleague. And this happened like a good year and a half ago. 
And then I had to do a work trip to where he was based. And I was like, okay, what do I do? How do I do this? Just play it cool, play it cool. So I tried to play it cool. And then he swung by and he picked me and all my colleagues that I was traveling with up for a work dinner. And I like was literally in sweats the entire time because I didn't know how I was supposed to act. Like, was I supposed to know that I know him? Was I supposed to acknowledge this? I didn't know what was going on. And then it ended up being that like we reconnected and had a great time. And so then for the whole week that I was at his office on a business trip, we do this like crazy coordination of events where he would pick up like me and my colleagues to take us out to dinner, you know, because we weren't familiar with the town. And then he would drop us all off at the airport at the at the hotel, I mean, and we'd go like back up to the hotel room. But then I would sneak back down out the back door and he would have swung around the hotel and I would get in his car, go back to his with him to his place. And we'd, you know, have fun and end up spending the night there. And then in the morning, he would swing me back by the hotel early enough that I could sneak up to my room, get a shower. And then like a half hour later, meet my colleagues downstairs in the hotel lobby for like breakfast and pretend like I hadn't just been sleeping with the colleagues <laughs> that we were going to have meetings with all day. And they had no, your colleagues had no clue? No idea. And then like the opposite of drama happened where eventually like I fell in love with this guy. And then I actually re-requested to my boss to relocate me to the other office. Wait, the same guy? Yes. Because you fell in love. Hold on. Wait, back up. Yes. Now I need a little more details. I thought this was going to be a hookup. <laughs> okay. So can, can I get um, a genre of what type of work you do? Like a field? So I work like in the aviation business. Okay. And so you, okay. So you meet this guy. How did you meet him originally? So like he was visiting my office and so he worked in a different department, but like I, I had a colleague who was training him. Um, I call him Ohio because that's where he's from. <laughs> yeah, and so okay. Ohio was like, just happened. We all have nicknames as we've established, but yeah, he was in the office traveling. And so I just like met him there. And then the drunk drag queen night happened where we hooked up and I didn't think it was going to become anything. But then when I was in like where his office was, I was like, you know what? Like, he's so cute. He's so nice. I still like him. And then it just kind of happened. And then fast forward a year of hooking up between or like behind all of our other colleagues back, I had to go to my manager. I didn't have to, but I wanted to go to my manager and be like, yeah, so like, I would like a relocation, please. Wait, to, to Ohio or to be closer to Ohio? Exactly. Wait, are you guys still together? Yeah, we've moved in together last month. <laughs> oh my God. So sneaking around works. Yes. And Robin, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, so I was traveling for like a year every single month to, so he's based here in Virginia, which is where I now live. I was traveling every single month internationally to Virginia and like going for work, but also hooking up with him. And my boss would be like, I don't get it. Why do you not need a hotel room? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just have somebody in the area I can stay with. It's really, you know, it's a lovely area. And she was like, I'm not going to ask too many questions. Okay, but I will ask too many questions. Was the sex better when you were sneaking around than it is now that it's like, no, like you're allowed? Ooh, I... Oh my God, there's a pause. There was a pause. I heard that pause. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say better, but it was definitely, I don't know, different. Like, I mean, we've definitely cooled it down from like five times a day to like twice a day. Yeah. Tw oh my God, you animal. <laughs> the, the stamina on you, lady. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I think it was like from five times a day to like twice a week. You're like twice a day. Oh my gosh. My lower back's hurting <laughs> just thinking of it. Okay. So 
That is insane. So there is something really sexy about the sneaking around, not cheating, not cheating. I'm not, I don't, I don't promote cheating. I'm saying there's something about like the sneaking around and nobody knowing that is so hot that when you guys are together, it, there's like, it's still like you're in love or you, the sex could still be good, but there's something about the secrets, like secret of like, you know, meeting up and no one finding out that's so hot. Exactly. So I wouldn't say like the sex isn't as good anymore, but like, Definitely when nobody else knew, we had this like very like, like attractive tension at work when we'd like run into each other and see each other. And like when other people would call us into the, like a meeting and they didn't know that like we are, were together kind of, it added like a layer of like, it's kind of like, you know, butterfly excitement. So definitely different now, but like the stress was a little, little, little high sometimes because I was like, oh God, I don't want everyone like finding out, you know? Well, I'll tell you what, if you're ever in New York, the two of you are come visit to New York, you can lie to him and be like, okay, my friend Robin cannot know we're together. And then I'll like come by so that you can then have that moment again. Oh, thanks. That would be great. <laughs> I'm such a good friend. <laughs> You are. Thanks for that. Because, you know, now it's like boring and domestic living together. You know, everybody knows now. But like for a while, I was like, you know, because like if you look up with someone that doesn't go well, like it sucks enough that you don't need like the whole office talking about it. Right. So like we really kept it on the DL for like a full year. And then we're like, all right, this is really something. I guess we're going to have to slowly start telling people. And like, meanwhile, people would kind of suggest like, oh, hi, like you should take Taylor out. Like she seems like a great girl and you guys are both single. And he'd be like, oh. Yeah, maybe. Not knowing that we we're like shipping like five hours ago, you know? That's so, I, I'm so happy it worked out. So, okay, next time you come to New York, let me know. And we'll, I'll role play, not sexually with you guys, but I'll be the thing you have to like, be like, oh, Robin can't know, you know? And then, you know, you guys will sneak off at my show. Uh, oh, I know if I'm ever performing in your town, then you'll be like, oh my God, Robin can never know that we're hooking up and then go to the bathroom at the comedy club and you know, up there. Oh, <laughs> girl, don't worry. We already have tickets for your next show. Oh, excellent. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling <laughs> in. This was great. Uh, guys, I met this guy. Okay. I performed for, I did multiple tours performing for our troops overseas. And the first time I met this guy was in South Korea. We call him Marine. Um, he's so cute, but I had a boyfriend. And then I saw him again in the Middle East, and but I still had a boyfriend, and there was so much sexual tension. Then during the pandemic, he was home in Jersey, I was home in New York, and he like messaged me. I messaged him, and I was like, "I'm single," and he's like, "And I'm home in Jersey." We met up, and it was like so hot. But then we were able to like date without like like that tension of like wanting to hook up, and it really it sucked. So that's why like I'm really happy for this woman because sometimes people need that tension. Here they actually loved each other, which is a beautiful story. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. All right, security, give me your the next call. Now we have Jessica on the phone. Hi, Jessica. Hey, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? 
I'm good. It's so nice to talk to you. It's so nice to talk to you. So today we're talking about office drama. So what do you have for me? Give me details. I want to hear the whole thing. Okay. So I don't know if you've ever worked in the office before, but there are some like unspoken rules about what you can bring to eat or heat up in the microwave in the communal kitchen, right? Or communal break room. Um, a few of them seem like popcorn because if you burn it, it smells horrible. Same thing with onions and then fish. Well, one day I had come back from lunch and all of the doors, we are pretty high up in a high rise in San Diego uh, downtown. And um, so we have doors that open outside to patios and all the doors were open. Everyone was like hiding in their offices, like gagging and talking. And I was like, what is going on? And so I went to go to the break room to get water and it just was hit you in the face, like this awful, awful fish smell. It was like so strong, but you couldn't even go in there to get water or to get a drink or anything. It was awful. So then it was like the hunt of like, who did it? Right. And so going to find out it was the head of HR that had heated up fish in the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) So who who do you complain to when that's the... Did you go to did you go to her and be like, look, I need to talk to you about you? <laughs> right. Right. And so it was just so funny. It was just like the running joke, like, oh my gosh, even HR brought this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that did you did they ever mess up besides that? Or was that like their their bad moment? Yeah, that was their bad moment, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Did you ever do anything embarrassing at the office? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think nothing like that to where like everyone was like oh no Jessica but you know during COVID it was we had to send out notices like who got COVID um, and so I, I got COVID and I had to report like who I was around in the office so you know the whole COVID thing became kind of an office, office drama as well like who who was facing zero today right Oh, wait, so, like, would people get jealous? Like, oh, you hang out with Stacy and not invite me? <laughs> right? I was like, who are you with? Yeah. Or you could find out who's hooking up in the office. Did that come out because of COVID? Oh, no, well, not that I heard of, no. But I'm, there might have been amongst you. I'm a paralegal, so the staff trying to hang out with the staff and the attorneys trying to hang out with the attorneys. So there might've been some attorney drama that I didn't know about. So if like a, if like a female lawyer attorney and like a male paralegal both got COVID at the same time where people like, Oh my God, they're definitely sleeping together. That could be like a TV show. (laughs) COVID in the law office. Maybe, maybe not. That may just be a, a one season cancellation. Thank you, Jessica, so much for calling in. It's like such a rule about what you can eat in a communal kitchen. That's like a... Oh, I know. Like an air, uh, airplane. Oh, an airplane. That's... Oh, my God. When I see someone bring certain foods onto an airplane... It's like, why? Are you a monster? Seriously. <laughs> like, this is pure evil. Like Anything with, like, onions and tuna and, like, things like that, then you really just don't care about other people. Seriously. Actually, that could be an arrest. I think so. <laughs> no fly list. <laughs> Reason brought tuna onto plane. <laughs> Can never fly again. Or they take off their shoes. Oh yeah, that's terrible. Wait, you take off your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't just take off my shoes <laughs> in the aisle. 
I'll only do it if I'm in the window. If I'm in the window and like I have socks on. Oh my god, if we're gonna get so many I'm gonna be on the no fly list. <laughs> also I have really nice feet, so I'm allowed. Okay, give me the next call. We have Monica on the phone now. Hi Monica. Hi Robin, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh I this is very surprising. I didn't know if I would get through. <laughs> Congratulations, you won. Tell me what's going on. Paint me the story. What happened? Okay, so it was about two weeks ago. It was very, um, very fresh. Um, I saw this silver barber shop comb on my coworker's desk. He sits uh, in front of me and diagonally. So he's not directly in front of me, but just diagonally. Where do you work? What type of what do you work in? An, do you work like in an office or? Yeah, it's an office space. It's not no cubicles, very open. So we can just see everyone doing their own thing. Okay. Yeah. And I had seen the comb before, but I never saw him use it. And then like 10 minutes later, I saw this guy combing his beard at the desk. I didn't know that that was a thing that people like to do. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a very long beard, but it was thick. But then it got worse after lunch. I saw him dig into his bag behind him. And all of a sudden, he pulled out one of those, like, flossing picks. And he started flossing his teeth at his desk. No. And I I was like, yes. I said to myself, oh, my God. Like, did I say something? Like, is he really doing that? And I let it go for a second. And he just, it wasn't like a quick thing. Like, I have to get a kernel out of my tooth. It, like, he went around his mouth. Ugh. And I was like, are you flossing your teeth? And he said, yeah. And I was like, there's a bathroom for that. If you know, you can go to the bathroom. He said, well, I'm just living my life. And I was like, okay, if that's what you want. And he didn't think it was a big deal. I texted a few of my friends like, is this disgusting or is this just me? And they all said it was gross. I mean, flossing is flossing is good, but doing it like in public, especially a workspace around other people. Like you're right, he should have excused himself to the bathroom, flossed, done what he had to do, and then come back. So what? So what? Did you end up speaking to him again, or did he? End, what happened? <laughs> he just brushed it off as if he was just living his life, which he said he was. I still think it's pretty disgusting, and I said to myself, "What if he does it again?" Next time he does it, if I see it, I'm definitely going to say, I really think you should go to the bathroom. Like you, that's very weird to be doing that in the middle of an office. Yes. It's very strange. No, you know what you should do? You know what I think you should do? I think you should preempt this. I think, so you know how in some offices, like when you go into like the toilet area, like when you close the door, they have like, I don't know, like a piece of paper of like office bathroom rules or office rules. I say, make up your own rule now where it's like no flossing, no toenail clipping, no brushing of hair, anything in public space must be done in bathroom. Put it up in the toilet stalls and like just make these the ground rules before it even happens again. We need to preempt other people being scarred by this man's bathroom habits. Yeah, I would say preempt it. Put up a notice now. That's not a bad idea, actually. I Maybe I will do that. I don't... I, no one else really saw it, which I was kind of bummed about. So maybe hopefully next time someone else also sees it, 
and they can tell him to also go to the bathroom or something. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I think maybe I will do that. I get a little creative with that stuff at work. So Yeah, and if there's a notice, then like hopefully he'll see it before there is even a second one. And also this way, it's also stopping it there being any conflict between you and him. Even though like it seems like you don't care, but you know, it's always better to like avoid conflict. <laughs> so if it's just like a notice that seems like maybe the boss put it up, not you, then he'll like be like, oh. I- That's definitely fair. And you're right. I don't, I don't fully care. <laughs> but you're right Then it would seem like someone else at management would put it up and not me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I know you not don't that. care, but also maybe other people did see it and like, they just didn't want to say anything. So you're helping everyone. And also, again, it's making a better environment for, for everyone, but also for him, there won't be any conflict and you're just letting him know. So put it and find out which stall he goes in and put it in that stall first. I guess I'll have to wait till after hours and put it up in the men's room then. <laughs> you like break into the office just to put this up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I'll time for emails at the end of the night. That's fine. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. It was great talking to you. I don't floss in public. No, I wouldn't either. I know. Because I thought she was going to say he clipped his toenails, which I think doing that in public is the worst. I think that's even worse than the flossing. I think so, too. That I think I, there's just a lot of things you should just do in the bathroom or at home or behind closed doors, is my opinion. Security, give me the next call. So, Robin, we have Jeff on the phone. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Robin. How are you? Good. Jeff, (laughs) tell me what's going on. Give me all the details. Let's hear the dirt. Okay. So work drama, right? So I am known by my company as the fixer. So they take uh, one of the stores that's like falling apart and then they put me in there and they say, hey, fix everything. So sometimes that can be great because the people there are just like, please help us. But sometimes people get very intimidated um, mm. and try to test your limits. Um, so I've had people, you know, do everything from just not show up or not talk to me or to like try to belittle me and be like, oh, I'm not doing this job. Someone else should do it. It's beneath me. Um, like, for example, like mop the floors, like they won't do it. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I have no problem doing it. But it's always that kind of combative nature of like, how people are going to take it when the new person comes and, you know, right. try to feel it out that way. One of the employees I have came up to me and was like, oh, there's a spill on the floor. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, would you mind taking care of it? And they're like, oh, that's not my job. And I was like, okay, well, you know, do you happen to know where the mop is? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, okay, could you tell me where the mop is? And they're like, uh, I mean, it's supposed to be over there. So one of those things where like, you know, kind of how do you handle different personalities when you're coming into a new workspace where people do take ownership and like, oh, this is my spot and you're new here, but your job is to come in and kind of, you know, run the place back to normal. Right. I, I see. Here's the thing is I understand like uh, playing devil's advocate for some, you know, an office, let's say I worked in an office and I, I know you're coming in all of a sudden I would get nervous. I'd be, okay. Is my job being threatened? Was she going to change what I do? Also, I like to work this way. Is she going to change that? So they're probably on the defensive, which doesn't excuse them acting that way. And also they should be appreciative that you're coming in. 
I would say like my best advice to you is one, never take it personally because they're just, they're on the defensive. Like they're like, they're probably nervous. They're going to lose their job. That's really what it comes down to. So they're like, would you think would make them be nicer to you? (laughs) But I think when people feel on the defensive, they shut down. I would say two things. One, you can kill them with kindness. But even more importantly, I would hold a clipboard that says fire, don't fire. And so this way they get nervous and they're like, oh, shit, she's going to fire people. Let me be my best behavior and make sure every time you talk to someone, put some fake names down on that fired side of the list so they know you mean business. So when you're like, where's the mop? And and they say, "Um, I know where the mop is. And you go, can you tell me? And then be like, and then look at the fired list and be like, oh, because uh, the other company I was and Joanne didn't tell me. And uh, now she's on this list. I'd say play a little mind game. If they're going to fuck with you, you fuck back with them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, How do you spell your name? I just want to make sure I get it right. Exactly. Exactly. So this way, just scare them a little. (laughs) Just Look, you're not going to actually fire them. We we don't want anyone to lose their job. It's 2023. Times are tough. But it doesn't hurt to scare them a little. Scare them into respecting you. But first be kind. If if kindness doesn't yeah. work, then we scare them. Yeah. Cause like the first thing I make sure I do when I go into a new, new business is to be like, okay, uh, let me clean the bathroom. Cause that just shows everybody I'm kind of on their level and I'm not above doing anything what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people just want to test the waters and see how far they can get. So yeah, that the clipboard idea is definitely, uh, yeah. to be introduced moment. 100%. You go in, you treat everyone kind, treat everyone with respect. If that doesn't work, bring out the clipboard. <laughs> I make it a bright color so everyone knows. Make sure the word fired is like highlighted in yellow really big, you know, so that they know there's a fired and not fired list. And if they mess with you, there's a list that they're going to end up on. <laughs> Just a little intimidation factor. We, yeah. we like to run in this business. So, all right. Thank you so much for calling in. I hope this works out. Watch, she gets fired for doing this. <laughs> well, I think funny because she's called the fixer. Yeah. And I thought, I got scared. I'm like, what, what, what was she, like an organized crime? Like, what, I got the fixer. And then you're like, kill with kindness. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh, you thought like we were talking mob like yeah, code? A, yeah. Yeah. That, that That's my fan base <laughs> security. <laughs> All right, security, give me the next call. So we have Kiara on the phone. Hi, Kiara. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm so happy <laughs> to talk to you. So today we're talking about office dramas. So tell me the details, story. Give me, yeah. give me everything. Okay, so I want to talk about my um, work from home schedule and how... It came about and just a question for you for advice. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I um, started my, the job that I'm at October 10th and the contract said that we had to be in it for um, six months in order to get our work from home schedule, which I was really excited about and really gunning for just because I love, like we all do working from home and, um, So April 10th was the date that I got eligibility and um, I had to work with my boss on creating the schedule because we are um, two days uh, that we could work from home and three days in the office. Okay. And my boss, like he's a good guy, but he's just really apathetic 
and like no sense of urgency. And I was so nervous. He wasn't going to like set it up, like help me set it up. Um, but when I talked to him about it, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, let's get that going because that means that he gets to set up his schedule too. So I was like, okay, yay. And we had a meeting with the um, three like of us who are full-time and we kind of had to stagger our days. So one of us is in the office at once to like cover things. And um, I kind of went into it, you know, like being agreeable and saying whatever is best for the department and whatever would work for the students. And they were both like, my boss was like, well, I definitely want Mondays. And I'm just kind of rolling my eyes in my head because I'm like, it's not a day off, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it is. But <laughs> he was like, I definitely want Mondays and I definitely want a midweek day. And I'm like, OK, because in my head, I'm like, well, I definitely want I want Friday, Monday or Monday, right. Tuesday or, you know, like that would be the ideal thing. And my other coworker um, picked Friday, Tuesday. And when it came down to me because I'm like haven't been working there the whole like for a long time and they've been there for like 20 years and I walked out of it getting Thursday Friday (laughs) which I'm like at the end of the meeting I'm like okay so are my days Thursday Friday and I'm kind of smiling a little bit because that's just so ideal you know going into the weekend yeah um and so that's what it turned out to be which has been so amazing because I get to start Thursday listening to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a four. I know you. I know it's not off, but it's like four days, a four day weekend. Even though it's not a real weekend, it's but four you know days. I mean. Yes, it's a four day weekend because it's like you know being at home. I can have my coffee. I can go to the gym when I want. I just the work is so, the load is so light, anyways. That it's just really nice. So the question I have for you is: We have like my boss is making us reevaluate our schedule for the summer because I work at a uh, like a city college and um you know semester by semester kind of depends like how we're going to be working with students and I'm so afraid that he's going to take my days because at the end of our initial meeting um he like I think was like oh my god she got Thursday Friday you know I don't know I think he's gonna work it out where he gets a good schedule and I really would feel (laughs) it made me so happy to have this schedule that like lightened up my day in my life (laughs) so how do I tactfully (laughs) okay I gotcha first off do not wait for him to change the date we have to jump on this and now oh true (laughs) you have to go to him You have to go to him. You could handwrite a note if you want, but I think you say to him, let, let's call him, let's call him Mr. Smith. Say, Mr. Smith, I really just want to, th-. you say, you ready? You go, Mr. Smith, I just want to say thank you. You know, I know I have not been working here long, but it has been such a joy to not just work here, but to work under you. And I think this, you know, coming in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday schedule, it really drives me to work to my fullest potential. And under your leadership, these three days coming in has been so beneficial. So thank you for being such a great leader. So this way, you're praising this schedule. You're saying that you're working your hardest, that it's working well for you, but really him being the leader, giving you this schedule, you know, stroke his ego. 
and let him think that this schedule was his idea. It's a great idea and it shouldn't change. Yeah. Don't yeah, wait. That's so good. Don't oh wait. My Otherwise, God. he's going to take it away from you because everyone else wants it. Everyone he's else take is it away. I know. <laughs> everyone hates you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Because <laughs> I'm walking out of there Wednesday, like, see you guys Monday. I mean, that's basically what it is. But no, that's such good advice. Deborah in the office is like, I've been working here for 50 <laughs> years and this asshole gets Thursday and Friday off. <laughs> 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 that's definitely how it feels so who cares you get thursday and friday off so let them I know. complain but i know who cares go tell the boss yeah. thank you and that this is working out so well and he's such a genius for giving yeah. you those days he's such a genius <laughs> yeah no that's so good because he like he's new to being the boss so he needs that like him feeling like he's doing something good. So I think if I frame it like that, then it'll give him the stroke that he needs. Exactly. And worse, <laughs> and worse comes to worse, you sleep with him. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. Don't oh, do that. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Don't do it. I can't. I know. Oh. <laughs> Unless he's going to give you Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off, then we'll, then we'll revisit that. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Robin, you are so good. Under your leadership, I've been working so hard. And <laughs> you want, you want stories, Mondays and Thursdays off? <laughs> I want five new stories. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, thank you for calling in. I love talking to you guys. You guys make me so happy. If you want to call in next week, make sure you find out the topic on my Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. And then you just call in 720-72-ROBIN. And that's Robin with a Y. Now, my favorite part of the show is over. So we're going to the news. <laughs> <laughs> I tricked you, huh? Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, so the news. Let me explain. I the news, the real news, hurts me. I get sad. I get depressed, and it just bumps me out. Which is why I've had security start giving me the news that Robin needs to know, which is news that is insignificant and happy and fluffy and makes my brain in a good place. So, security, give me the news that Robin needs to know. Work edition. Okay, so we're going to go all the way to India, uh, where there's a call center where the people wear headphones and they're talking on the phone, whether mm -hmm. people are calling in for something. Well, one of the workers fell asleep. So, of course, someone pulled out their cell phone, started recording, and then everyone went, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. Everybody got up, went to the other room to hide, and then waited, kind of like made a noise to make sure he woke up. He woke up, realized that the place is empty. So what he did it was he called one of his coworkers in the other room and the guy picks up and he starts whispering and he's like, Whoa, what's going on? I'm at the movie theater. What, what? And he's like, where is everyone? He goes, what are you talking about? It's Sunday. I'm at the movies. And he goes, Sunday? I've been sleeping since Friday. And so then he's like, what, what? And he goes, I gotta go. And he hangs up. So now the guy's like, okay, I guess I'm going to leave. He goes to the other room to get his jacket. Everyone rushes back in, sits down. So when he walks in, everyone's back at work. And he was so confused. Lesson, don't fall asleep at work. All right. That was a good news story. <laughs> okay. Was that even, like, how is that a news story? It's a funny prank. <laughs> okay. No, that was good. Okay, thanks.
Guys, I just need to tell you, on our way to the podcast studio today, security goes, Robin, these news stories today are actually really good. Well, this next one is. <laughs> okay. This next one is a heartfelt story. Okay. Uh, not funny, but it's heartfelt. Okay, I like heartfelt. Okay, so is, um, we're going to go all the way to Arkansas now. All the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this UPS, there's UPS drivers, mm -hmm. and one of them, his face was like turning almost like pale and like yellowish mm -hmm. and and so his coworker was like okay something's wrong and he had to admit to them his kidney was failing and he was on a list to get a uh a, a donor uh kidney but he doesn't know how long he, and he could pass away and mm -hmm. so what the entire company did all the his coworkers went and got tested to see if any of them could be a match for this coworker. one guy was a match and he said i'm gonna he goes i want to give it i want to give you my kidney and he's like are you sure he goes yes because not only am i saving your life but you're you no know, you're on the list that means somebody else can get that other kidney that you're waiting for so uh -huh. i'll be saving two lives and he did it and now here's the crazy part they did the surgery on friday they left on sunday it was like that's really quick that was such a nice story. Isn't it? Isn't it a nice story? Okay, Vaughn, you redeemed yourself. All right. <laughs> oh, man, I don't want to give the last one. <laughs> like, I want to leave on a high. Wait, that was really sweet. It really is. Are you a donor? I like, am a donor. Are you on yes. your card? Me yes. too. Yes, me too. Okay. Okay, now we're going to go all the way to... <laughs> no one wants your... <laughs> Nobody wants it. <laughs> He's a donor? And... Nah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So actually, this next um, is actually a, a, a list of things a boss can do to make a happy work environment. Is this a list that you wrote for me? No. <laughs> Stop being mean to your brother. Give high ratings on the news. <laughs> okay. Um, it's uh, there's so there's 37 things. No, you are absolutely not reading 37 things. You could pick five. Five. Okay. <laughs> Okay, how about six? <laughs> okay, how about you start? I'll cut you off okay. when I have had enough. Okay, so he, uh, okay, so you have cheers from peers, which means like, you know, have like coworkers praise other coworkers on things. Okay, but how do you, you can't force that. Robin, tell me something good about me. But I'm your boss, I'm not your coworker. <laughs> okay, fine, you're good at, um, uh <laughs> answering phones you hung up on half the people today oh, true okay okay have a trophy like do trophies <laughs> all right here's my starbucks can you throw it out <laughs> um celebrate all the time like have a <laughs> celebration about anything okay that we do yes uh, yeah. right don't you feel like every we day we applaud when someone walks into the door yeah that's like, true like when my family walk into walk in. <laughs> no no i feel like we do celebrate yes, everything we celebrate everything like we'll be like okay new episodes out this is so great like we're yeah like Bert, when we have a birthday party like we do like not only we sing happy birthday to you but we're like we'll sing happy anniversary even though someone's anniversary is three months from yeah now. yeah like, no we we're will... celebrators okay okay um, have a suggestion box. Nope. Next. Okay. <laughs> now this one, I really think a boss for a day, like have you boss me around. I think, nope. I think next. I, okay. And uh, say thank you. <laughs> Which is scary. Yeah. 
I'm going to rate you now. Okay. This is No, th- you do a great job. Thank you so much. See, and now, now I'm happy. But le- le- <laughs> let me rate you, though, on this week's. Because I actually thought the, the second story was so heartfelt, I'm going to give you, you ready? Mm-hmm. A six. I'll take it. Yes. That's a trophy right That's there. That's a trophy. That's a trophy. And a compliment and a thank you and a celebration. Yay! <laughs> Guys, thank you so Wait, much. Wait, I didn't give my ending. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Put it in the suggestion no, box. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give your ending. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the news today because that is all the news that Robin needs to know. Work edition. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for calling. Please subscribe, rate, review. When you leave a review, wait, didn't we have a good idea for a review? Yes. Rate my new oh, stories. Yes, guys, we came up with such a good that, idea. And that works for cheers for peers. Okay. Okay. So, and uh, on Apple, where you can like rate, always give five stars, but where you can leave a review on each episode, because you can review every week, leave a review on Securities News. You know, you'd be like, this is a great episode. This week, I rate security. And then maybe like, well, I'll read them to you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, again, if you want to call in, the number is 72072Robin. You can find out the topic on my Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shell Comic. Thank you guys for calling. And I, uh, hold on, we got another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.